Kwaba, and welcome to this week's edition of Ghana in Focus. Myself, Kwame, Ghanaian broadcaster, journalist, podcaster, and entrepreneur. And in this week's episode of Ghana in Focus, it's another special. Uh, it's Black History Month for African History Month in the UK. But you know there's a Ghanaian who's behind Black History Month UK? You didn't know? Well, in this week's episode, we're going to tell you the Ghanaian behind uh, Black History Month UK. And also, more importantly, why Black History Month is celebrated in the UK in October. But before we get into that, just to make you aware that this podcast has been sponsored by Growth Me Ghana. Growth Me Ghana is a fantastic initiative that seeks to uh, provide a seed fund and capital to Ghanaian farmers to help them grow more produce. That, in effect, helps them to get more money, to send the children to school, uh, pay for medical care, what have you. But more importantly, also makes Ghana food secure. All right, so please be a sponsor of Griffin Ghana, and I'll leave you the details at the footnotes to this podcast. All right, and don't forget to uh, subscribe to the podcast, uh, Ghana Strict African Focus. You can follow me on uh, Spotify podcast, so just follow me on Spotify, and every time I upload a new podcast, that goes straight to your feed. All right, so let's get into this edition of Ghana in Focus. Like I said, telling you more about the Ghanaian creator behind Black or African History Month in the UK. So the founder of Black History Month UK is a Ghanaian called Akiaba Adaisebo. So he was actually born and raised in Ghana and uh, he left Ghana in the sort of early 80s because he was a a great critique of the Jerry John Rawlings, uh, foreign parents of Ghana, his military regime of the PNDC. That was a military rule between 1981 and 1992. So Akaba Adaisebo was a critique of the Rawlings regime because it was not a democratically elected regime and Akaba had very, very strong principles uh, that went against those uh, of Rawlings. And so, you know, he was a quite critique of uh, Joe John Rawlings and the PNDC. And because of his strong uh, sort of um, defiance of Rawlings and the regime, that he became targeted. And that's why Akaba Adesabo had to flee uh, Ghana and eventually arrived in the UK uh, in the sort of early mid 1980s. But to, but to cut on so short, uh, Akaba Adaisebo, he was a coordinator of special projects at the Greater London Council, GLC, and he designed with the purpose and intent to include African history, black history within the education curriculum of the UK to inspire and inform children of African descent. Because even today, 2022, black history or African history is not taught in UK schools, which is a shame because in essence, British history 
is black history and black history is British history. Because many of my listeners, particularly those on the African continent, and even probably those in America, wherever you listen, you may not be aware that contrary to what you think you know about Britain, the original people, the indigenous people of Britain are not white people, but they are black people. Black people that look like, you know, uh, a kufado or look like uh, the African footballer they playing in the Premiership week in week out. Yes, those people are the indigenous people of Britain. And I'll leave you a book on the footnotes of this podcast that you can go and read for yourself that tells you about the black or African presence in the UK that, contrary to popular opinion, does not start in the Windrush and does not even start in the first European tribal war in 1914. In actual fact, the black presence in Britain dates long, 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 long before even there were Africans in America. So I'll leave you a book by Peter Pryor at the footnotes of this podcast called Stay in Power. So the book is by Peter Fryer, who's a white British historian, and he wrote a book in 1984 called Stay in Power, highlighting the African presence in the UK from way back when, even in the Roman times. Yeah? So this is before 1066 and William the Conqueror. That's what you're taught in schools in Africa. Black people were in Britain before 1066. And that's a fact, they actually ruled Britain. There actually be nine kings of Britain who were African that ruled uh, the UK, what is called the UK. One of them was Septimus Severus, yeah? But just to give you a, 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 a more flavour, we can read more when I put down the footnotes in the podcast of the book Staying Power by Peter Fryer. You can read more about the African presence in Britain that spans back thousands upon thousands of years. All right? So, going back to Akiaba Adesado, it was because this history of African people, particularly in the UK, was not taught in UK schools, which is why he came up with Black or African History Month in the UK. Prior to that, in America, they had a... It was called Negro History Week that was uh, founded by the great uh, historian Carter G. Woodson uh, in 1926. And again, I'll leave the footnote for one of his great books that he wrote called The Miseducation of the Negro. I'll leave that footnote as well as part of the notes for this podcast. Fantastic book by the great African-American historian Carter G. Woodson, The Miseducation of the Negro. He was actually the founder of what we now call Black History Month in the US in 1926. And again, the reason why Carter G. Wilson set up that was because African history in America was not taught in American schools. Okay, but back to the UK. Yeah, and our Ghanaian elder, who is still alive, you know, um, um, to let you know, he's still alive, Akaba Adaisebo, he's now retired in Ghana. But when he was in the UK, he designed African History Month with the purpose to include black history within the education system in the UK to inspire 
and also inform children of African descent in the UK that despite what you've been told, yeah, that you do have a history, let alone you do have a history in the UK. Because oftentimes in the UK, what they teach is, is Rosa Parks. Rosa Parks has got nothing at all to do with the UK. But this is what schools in, in England teach about black history, Rosa Parks. So rather than teach about the black peasants in, in, you know, during the First World War, the black peasants in the late 1800s, the black peasants in the Elizabethan era, the black peasants in the Victorian era, the black peasants in the Tudor era, so which is like 1300, 1400, you know, let alone the Roman Empire, they teach about Rosa Parks and slavery. So our children know nothing about black history apart from slavery. And this is why our elder, Akiaba Adai Sebo, initiated Black History Month in the UK in 1987 to inform African children that they have a great history, not just around the world, but also in the UK. And in 1987, when it was launched, it also coincided with the 150th anniversary of the great uh, Marcus Garvey, his death. Marcus Garvey died in 1887, um, and 1987 was the anniversary of the passing of the great Marcus Mazai Garvey, and also the uh, 25th anniversary of the formation of the OAU. So that is why African History Month was touted in starting in Britain. But why it was picked on the table, and we are on the table now, in the UK we are celebrating African History Month right now, but Akabo Adai Sebo, the great Ghanaian, said that the reason why it is October, and I quote, we settled on the Papuntrous month for October when the weather was not cold and children were fresh after long summer vacation and had less to worry about exams and tests and the camaraderie was strong as they shared experiences. We believe that they would also absorb more if their living environment buzzed with positive vibes, instructions and images about themselves and their origins, thus celebrating who they are as Africans, who gave the world the concept of monotheism, i.e. the worship of the one and only God, and who helped to install the first electric lighting system in London, Amsterdam and New York, in the person of Louis Emma. And on that, and the quote there by the great Akiaba Sedo, on that, we now move into another part of black history, African history, that isn't taught in schools anywhere, let alone in, you know, Akiaba Adai Sebo's home country of Ghana. Now, did you know, if we told you that a black man invented the light bulb, most of you say no, it was Thomas Edison, no. Thomas Edison's light bulb did not work, yeah? It was the light bulb made of carbon filament by Louis Latimer that created the first light bulb that actually worked, yeah? And, he, and his invention, yeah, which had been painted, by the way, by Louis Latimer, awarded to Louis Latimer by the American Inventors Association, created Louis Latimer for... Um, 
this great invention of the light bulb, something that we all take for granted, and whose invention is what all today's lighting systems are predicated on. That invention by Lewis Latimer. Yeah? Because there's this absurd notion, particularly from white people and Asian people, that black people are not good at science. They're good at sport and music, but not good at science and technology. Right? So, have you heard of James Russell? Have you heard of Caffeine Jackson? Have you heard of Sidney Jackson? Have you heard of Dr. Patricia Bath? Have you heard of Philip Emigali, who invented the internet? Have you heard of Henry Sampson, whose device is the foundation of the mobile phone that we use today? Have you heard of Mark Dean, former chair of IBM, who has three of the original nine patents for the invention of the personal computer, the PC, laptop? Have you heard of Idris Sandu, who invented the logarithms and the binary that is used for Instagram and Facebook. And I can go on and talk about many, many other black inventors. But you ever heard them, have you? Because you've been taught that the white man invented everything. And you don't believe that black people, African people, have the intelligence and the acumen to be scientifically endowed. And so again, as part of this uh, podcast, I will leave you a video, powerful video, about black inventors of the 20th and 21st century to give you the notion that contrary to what you've been taught on what you believe, particularly those even on the African continent, that the black man has invented many of the things that you take for granted, such as the internet, such as the mobile phone, and such as the, the, the PC straight laptop. Okay? So that's a bit about black inventors. Also, did you know that black people were all over the world? Yes, Africa is our throne, but the whole world is our crown. Or rather, Africa is our crown, but the whole world is our throne. Meaning that civilization, humanity, we all know, even the most bigoted, white, Asian or Chinese scientists would tell you that civilization, humanity, began in Africa. And that we all, and the Africans spread out to all parts of the earth, to Australia, even the, the so-called Aboriginal people. They trace their ancestry right back to Africa. The original Chinese is not the Chinese you see today. The original Chinese are black African people. And even today, when you go to parts of China, particularly Mongolia, you will see black, so-called black Chinese. But the indigenous Chinese people are the Shang. That was the first civilization of China, called the Shang Dynasty. Yeah? In India, right, the Indian people that you see today are not the indigenous Indians. The original Indian, and there's still more than 300 million of them in India today, they are black. They, are, they, are, they look like Africans. They look like your average Ghanaian or Nigerian or, you know, Togolese. Yeah? And the original civilization of India was called the Indus Kush Civilization of India. That was the first civilization in India more than 1,500 years 
before the birth of Christ. Yeah? And even the Hindu god, Krishna, in the Sanskrit language, Krishna means the blue black one. Yeah? So that's India. And then in Europe, right? The indigenous people of Europe are not white people. But many of you believe that the original people of Europe are actually white people. No. The original people of Europe are black people. Yeah? And there's many, many evidence that we can give to you. And again, I'll put a footnote on this podcast notes about a book you can get about the original black planets in Europe. And again, we're coming to America. Again, many people think that, you know, uh, black people were taken to America because of slavery. No. We were in America long, long before our enslavement by the Europeans take us to the new world. There's actually a book. Again, I did that book for notes on the book, on the, on the podcast notes. Book by Ivan Van Sertima. They came before Columbus. Because it is said, but the white man says that Christopher Columbus discovered America and you believe it. Not questioning that that's a damn lie. Because there are black people in America or in the Americas long before even Christopher Columbus' grandmother was, was born. Yeah? So like I said, I'll drop the link in the footnotes of that great book by Avon Van Zetima. They came before Columbus. And even you can even Google the Olmec civilization. That was a civilization in America, 800 BC. So that's 800 years before Christ was born. You had a black people called the Olmec people. And when you go even to Mexico today, there's the Olmec stone, the Olmec head. O-L-M-E-C. Olmec head. Of an, that looks like an African. Again, I'll probably put that in notes as well to this podcast so that you can view that for yourself. The Olmec civilization and the Olmec head looking like an African, true African. Yeah? So, that is just a short, short snapshot of why it's important that we celebrate black history. Because black history is not just limited to Africa. Black history is world history. World history is black history. And our children, particular children, need to know this black history because all over the world, even in Africa, yeah? And I was born in Ghana. And in Ghana, when I was born in Ghana, on the curriculum, and even it's still like that today, they don't teach any black history in Ghanaian schools. All history that Ghanaian children know is, you know, some of the kings and queens of Europe. You know, and that sort of nonsense. You know, not understanding that black history is world history and that there are even black kings and queens in Europe, believe it or not. Yeah? So, I just wanted to, to drop this uh, podcast to show you, A, the Ghanaian connection behind black or African history month in the UK, and secondly, why it's important that we have black history month in the UK, but more importantly than that, why it's important to teach black history and also the significant contributions that black people have brought to humanity. Yeah, because it's often myth that we get, oh, black people are good at music and sport, and that's it. 
But the first scientists, the first architects, the first space people, the first farmers, the first agriculturists were all African people. And this is why it's important to understand the vast contribution the African people have given to humanity and to world civilization in general. So thank you very much for uh, tuning to this edition of Ghanaian Focus. And if you like what you hear, please share, please like. Like I said, you can follow me on Spotify Podcast because Ghana Stroke African Focus is available on Spotify. So just follow me. And every time I upload a new podcast, it comes automatically to your feed. And please don't forget to be a sponsor of Grow For Me Ghana to help Ghanaian farmers produce more food and make Ghana self-sufficient in the area of food. And so for myself, Kwame, and for more of the crew here on Ghana In Focus, it's thank you very much for listening and we'll see you in the next edition of Ghana In Focus.